Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. Join Dr. Frank Anderson and Lisa Berry in exploring new ways to live in this chaotic world and find peace and joy in the most unlikely places. Well, hello and thanks for checking out this Exploring Awareness Podcast. Whether this is your first time or you've been following along, we think you're going to find some very useful tools and enjoy some interesting conversation that will hopefully inspire you or help open your eyes to a more peaceful, joyful, loving life. Is that our goal? That is our goal. That is our goal. And we want to take mindfulness to a little bit deeper level as well, because there are so many mindfulness activities people can do. And when we talk about exploring awareness, we're talking about what allows us to be mindful and to connect to that. So, you know, mindfulness is a great activity to do, but this exploring awareness is going to take us a little bit deeper. Why would someone want to be mindful? You know, people might be experiencing things out in the world that they might not be quite able to understand. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of chaos in the world. There's a lot of demands placed on people. There's a lot of expectations, people, lots of stress, Mm. lots of anxiety, some depression, uh, some chaos, some ideas like, where are we going next? You know, unanswerable questions. So being mindful helps you get through the day and relax and feel better and enjoy the journey a little bit more. It can do that, but it can also help you know yourself at a deeper level. Yeah. Speaking of which. And moving around in the world in a little bit different way so that these questions, you know, Mm. aren't causing so much reactivity. Right. So we had a meditation assignment. Yeah, we did. From last week. How did that go? (laughs) Well, let's back up one second. What kind of meditation were we doing? Awareness? Yeah, we were were using mindfulness techniques. Okay. To kind of identify as awareness, right? So we're using, we've, in the previous episodes, we've talked about mindfulness of the breath and mindfulness of the body and mindfulness of thoughts. And so that's where we are. We've, we have those guided meditations at the end of each episode. Right. And so we were practicing that at home ourselves. I'm going to give myself a C plus, not for not, (laughs) not for not. For effort, because I I pretty much did. We were going to do it every day. Did you mm-hmm. do it every yep, day? Yeah, I did every you day. You did. I did not. Every day wasn't as good as other days. So I got a couple of forty minute ones in. Yeah, but more like ten minute ones. And you've been meditating for how long? Since about nineteen ninety six. You know, I've been having a meditation practice since right. then. I mean, there's been times when I meditate every day, and sometimes where I miss days. So it's been part of my life for a very long time. Would you say you're good at it? Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't oh, evaluate to, it that way. No? Well, how would you evaluate it? <laughs> I think consistency would be the best way to evaluate it. You know, I like to do five out of seven days. Right. And I love to meditate for 40 minutes at a time. But I find that sometimes really hard to do. Yeah. But, you know, this week I had a great meditation at my house. Um, I didn't have to go into work so early. And we just got a canary. Oh, fun. A pet canary. What would you name it? Des or Desi. Okay. I call it Desi. My son calls it Des. It's a beautiful white canary Ooh. with just a little yellow nice. wing. And it sings so beautifully. And remember I was telling you at the Thailand retreat after I had been there for five days. Right. And I was all immersed in my own thoughts until finally that all calmed down and I could hear the birds singing. Mm-hmm. Well, I was meditating in the basement. I could hear that bird singing and it just brought me right back to that. It's kind of like a mindfulness bell, listening to the bird and just being aware. 
you know, of the birds singing and me sitting there. It was fantastic. So we challenged each other to meditate for a full week. And at first I was really excited because I thought I, I have a goal and I have a mission and I'm going to do this. And I went home and I woke up at like 2 o'clock in the morning and I thought, I'm going to meditate. This is going to be so cool. And then all sorts of stuff that I didn't even realize I was even thinking about. Painful things involving my sister who passed away and some childhood experiences that we had suddenly came up. And I'm, well, that's not pretty. Why is that the very first thing I'm experiencing on this week-long meditation assignment? And that kind of surprised me. Mm -hmm. Does that happen? I thought I was supposed to meditate to be calm and happy and (laughs) things like that are coming up. Is that common? Well, we talked about kind of awareness of thoughts. Yeah. I think it is common because, you know, when you're running through your day mm-hmm. and your thoughts are all kind of maybe about evaluating things, about expectations, about what you did do, what you didn't do. You know, when you stop and just let yourself be, then the mind is also going to come up with other things as well, you know. And so when it's not clouded over by your immediate reactivity you know, then, then your your mind will come up with other things. I feel like people listening are going to think, oh, heck no, I'm not going to meditate if that's what it's going to do. Yeah. I don't want to suffer. I don't want to feel the feelings I apparently have not wanted to feel for a while. Right, right. And we are going to talk a little more today about mindfulness of feelings, Yeah. of feeling states mm-hmm. and emotions because we can apply our kind of exploring awareness concepts or techniques or mindfulness of the emotions, you know, to emotions and feelings. Mm. And, you know, we all have emotions and feelings and we all have histories and we all have regrets and we all have positive things as well, like ecstatic states. And we want, you know, that cruise again. We miss that cruise. But, you know, there's something about holding that in awareness, allowing feelings and emotions that are in the present moment Mm -hmm. to to be what they are and to apply awareness to them. And what does it mean to be what they are? Well, can you give an example maybe? Did you have an example this week of a feeling that that you didn't want? We don't have time for that. (laughs) (laughs) We do, actually. Uh, You want me... To tell you, or do you want to share a story? Well, I'll share a story. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll start. So you know, this week we we were invited to a, a family's house for dinner, uh-huh. and I had been on call the night before, so I was a little tired, a little a little out of sorts. And if this is your first episode, Frank is a OBGYN, he's a doctor, a physician. Yeah, right. right. So I was up to over babies, had a great mindful delivery. But, you know, I had uh, – early in the day, I had bought some wine and some mango juice because the kids like the mango juice. Adults were going to have the wine. I put it in the fridge. And, you know, we're running late. And we get in the car. We were supposed to go pick up a friend, take them there. And as we get in the car, my wife said, do, uh, do you have the, the wine and the mango juice? I'm like, no, I don't have that. So we go back to the house. I leave the car running. I run into the house. Uh unlock the door, get the mango juice and the uh, wine, and then lock the door on my way out. Got back in the car and got down the street, and it says remote key not present, Uh which means I left the keys back in the house. 
In the locked house? In the locked house. And there are no other keys available. And my wife doesn't have a key. And my son, who's over at the friend's house already, doesn't have a key. Our neighbors don't have a key. No one has a key. So you're locked out. And we're locked out. And if I turn the car off, we're not going anywhere either. Plus, someone's waiting to pick us up. So, you know, situations like that cause a flood of emotions and a flood of feelings, right? Because it's like, how did, you know, first of all, it's like, how could I have done that? I'm so forgetful, you know? Mm. Um, uh, You know, why doesn't my wife have a key? Why doesn't my son? There there are so many things that kind of come up and it can can be extremely annoying and extremely cause suffering you know mm-hmm. because your mind it, 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 you resist that you don't want to have those feelings you're judging you're evaluating but you know this this awareness or mindfulness that we're talking about also gives us an opportunity to like look at those things look at them explore them let them be because when you're trying to push that stuff away to it just makes it worse, hmm. you know, because they're there. And actually, the truth of the matter is they come and they go. And the truth of the matter is we're going out to dinner and we're going to come back and get into the house some way. Our friend did have to come pick us up. The person we were supposed to pick up pick, came to pick us up. And we went to the dinner and I was as I was in the car, I was just first kind of pulled away with thoughts and hmm. second using this, you know, because I had been meditating. We talk about the pilot project as, uh-huh. a, as what you do at home. Uh-huh. And when you're out in the world, you can apply it. And it's like, okay, I am thinking this and I am feeling this. And, you know, I did that for a little bit. And then all of a sudden a smile came on my face and it was just like, there you go again. And there was also that sense of compassion. You know, for yourself? Talk, for myself. You know how we talk mm. about this... With awareness, there's a sense of peace, love, generosity, um, and and that's what I was feeling. You know, that's that that using that technique, it transformed all of this crazy thoughts I was having into. All of a sudden, I took that step back, and there I am in the awareness place that doesn't have any of that. And I really felt a sense of happiness. And I also felt really happy because it, all that got transformed. So we got to the dinner and they're like, we can't believe you're not more upset about this. Hmm. And, you know, it was on my mind and it would come and go. But the thoughts would come. But instead of getting rid of them, they just got transformed with awareness. I don't know what else to say, but I would invite everyone to try it because I know people – don't want to have feelings and they don't want to have thoughts. They're unwelcome sometimes. But the opposite of pushing them away is to hold them with compassion. So you're meditating and an unpleasant thought comes up and you start to get upset. Do you stop yourself and just say, I'm not going to attach to that feeling and I'm just going to hold myself in No, I don't think you can stop it. You know, that's also so, that. that's also a... A, a way of causing more problems if you try to stop it. How, how do you, how would you try to stop it? Okay, well you're saying be aware of it. 
So I would try to stop feeling it. And I know we're going to talk about feelings and emotions, but when you're thinking an unpleasant thought arises, you're attaching. For me, it goes right to my heart. And they're like, that hurts. I don't like it. I'm unhappy. It's painful. So I don't feel those things. You absolutely feel them. But can you you apply the – Awareness concepts See, to well, be aware that you're feeling them. Okay, so it's it's enough to say, all right, I th- something came up. Oh man, that's upsetting. I don't I don't like that. And now I'm just going to think I'm aware of what I'm feeling and not feel it. Yeah, no, I I've never said you're not going to feel it. Well, so what's I'm the asking you mm-hmm. if you can use this exploring yeah. awareness or mindfulness of your emotions. Yeah. To, to see what happens. I won't even tell you what happened. Just what would happen if you had a particular feeling or emotion and you allowed it to be. Does that mean you don't feel it? You will feel it. You will feel it. But what does allowing it to be mean? Well, can I yeah, um, reference yeah. this wonderful tool that Tara Brock has taught me and many, many others? And, mm-hmm. you know, Tara Brock is a fantastic teacher, mm-hmm. mindfulness teacher, psychologist, and, and she's a gift, really, mm. to all of us. And so if you looked online, you'd find a YouTube video or, or plenty of videos of her talking about this. But she has this um, acronym. It's called RAIN. And uh, the R stands for recognize what's going on. Okay. And and that does apply to mindfulness. It's mm-hmm. like First of all, you know, sometimes you might be completely in this emotion and you don't even know you have the emotion. Have you had that experience? I'm pretty connected to my emotions, but I think I don't think that's typical. For I've anyone. had that before. Like, what if you just get really mad? You know, yeah. you don't really know you're mad. You're just being mad. Mm. So the first step is to recognize that you have anger. Okay. And uh, and that's a big step, actually. Yeah, I think so. And and I think. Um, when I was younger, I would get angry really quickly, especially when, you know, one kid did something to the other kid or something. Yeah. You know, that would really get me angry. Injustice got me angry. Lots of things will get me angry. But do you know that you're angry? And what is it that knows that you're angry? And so recognizing uh, what's going on is the first thing. And, okay. and you know that tool we used before? Just stopping to take a breath? Right. Okay, anger is coming up. Is that self-awareness? That, that um, I think you could use whatever term you'd like. Okay. I know we've had that discussion. So first, recognizing what's going on. That's the R in RAIN. Okay. The A is allow the experience to be there just as it is. Now, that might be counterintuitive, right? Because you're saying that you get an emotional feeling and you want it, you don't want it, you want it to go away. Right. Yeah. And, and, and and this is saying allow, allow the experience to be there just as it is. And what is that? How, what kind of reaction do you get from that? What does that trigger for you? It Just allow it, not feel it. Be aware of it. It's out there, but I'm not going to let it fill my heart with negative feelings so when we talk about 
mindfulness and mm-hmm. present moment awareness and what what is happening in the present moment. If you have an emotion coming up yeah. uh, in the present moment, that's just what it is, right? Right, and you can't get rid of it. And uh, what well, you can try, but that just creates another problem for yourself. Can you feel it? Because it's going to come out somehow. Sometime. Is it? Yeah, Uh-oh. it is. So, so this this technique asks you to just be present. Uh-huh to allow the experience to be there just as it is. So the next step is the I in RAIN is to investigate with interest and care. So what would it be like for you to to investigate with interest and care some feeling or emotion that you've just had? Like, hmm, why am I feeling that? What does it mean, that kind of investigation? Yeah, could you, yeah. Like, like what, what's contributing to it? What else, what's behind it? You know, I think for me to be angry about the keys behind that was, you know, I'm forgetful. Um, I'm judgmental that other people don't have keys. Um, I can't believe that it's, uh, you know, that there's this, that I've had put the keys under the rocks and now the rocks are frozen solid and I can't get to them. Um, you know, so, so then there's that. But then it's like, but you know, I was up all night the night before. <laughs> so, you know, maybe maybe there's some place the in is about nurturing, <laughs> nurturing yourself. So when you were investigating it and being aware of all those things, were you feeling them or you're just like stating them? Like, here's the facts. No, no, I was feeling them. No, I feel like feeling, investigating, I mean, just looking mm. into all the things that were contributing mm-hmm. to my feelings. You but know? then you cut yourself some slack. Well, the N is nurture with self-compassion. Okay. And remember we talked about this awareness place, love, peace, joy, and equanimity. These, 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 these constant states that are mm-hmm. always present within us. So is it possible to nurture yourself? with self-compassion when these things are happening. You know, can you be compassionate to yourself when you're angry? Can you be compassionate to yourself when you're embarrassed? Can you be compassionate to yourself, you know, when you're when you're when you're depressed or anxious? It's like there's my anxiety is coming up again. Mm-hmm. Recognizing your anxiety. Um investigate your anxiety. Oh my, this anxiety is coming up because all of a sudden you know this 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 test is coming up, and yeah. I and I haven't studied for it enough, um, and I haven't studied enough because I've been out partying, and now I feel embarrassed and and and, and mad at myself for that. And um, where does that lead you? You know. Mm-hmm. So rain. Those are the steps. Rain. Recognize. Allow the experience. Investigate with interest and care and nurture with self-compassion. And I'm not saying you have to love yourself, but I'm saying with these exploring awareness techniques, there's already that compassion there. Why are you not saying to... you tapping into it. And why are you saying you shouldn't love yourself? Because that's a bottom-up. If you say you have to love yourself and you don't, you know... That that's a top-down approach, mm-hmm. but to tap into mm-hmm. your to the wellspring of self-compassion mm-hmm. that's already there, to discover that for yourself and be compassionate for yourself, that's a different quality. Did you apply all those? That I night? did, I did, and, and I was just smiling. I was like, 
and that's the word for me it, it trans transforms so you know one of our taglines is finding peace and joy in the most unlikely places. Ah. So all of a sudden I'm in this really difficult situation and because I'm applying these techniques to that, tapping into this deeper sense of well-being, it's like I was smiling. You know, it didn't have the same effect on me. And I don't want to dilute your point because I think that's a great useful tool and lesson but sometimes when I'm in situations like that, I just think, I'm not going to waste my time being mad. Is that similar at all? It is kind of. Well, you know that you're mad and yeah. you're letting it go. Because, like, tomorrow you're going to look back at this and I'm not going to let it ruin my evening. But, you know, not everyone can do that. And so there's different techniques. Mm. But if you could, yeah, that's exactly right. As long as you're not pushing it away or bearing it or not allowing the feeling to be. You know, recognizing the feeling is extremely important. Allowing the feeling to be. I think I'm then missing a link to that somehow. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what I'm not doing that I need to do more of. Allowing the feeling to be. Can you give us another example? If, you, if, you're, if you're, you know. Glossing over it? <laughs> yeah, if you're glossing over pushing it away. Yeah. But that's. But, not but dealing with you'd it. You'd have to know whether you're doing that or not. Hmm. Yeah. Well, there's, there's like, I have a list of feelings, you know, from A to Z. Pick a letter. What letter would L. you like? L. L. <laughs> uh, lazy. Left Is a feeling? Out. Yes. You feel lazy. Huh. Do you feel lazy? I never thought about that. Do you feel left out? Hmm. Do you feel leery, lethargic, listless, lively, livid, logical, lonely, longing? Lost, lovable, low, loyal. Hmm. I mean, these are all feelings. The big with L. <laughs> <laughs> you did say you said lovable is love a feeling. A lovable, yeah, is a feeling. And we're talking about feelings, so we know how to handle them or what to do with them. I think we're talking about those feelings so mm. that you can recognize them. So we'll start out with recognizing them. So when you're when you've been practicing some meditation yeah. and you're kind of uh, aware of yourself, mm-hmm. self awareness, like you like to say, then there's a part of you that knows you're having an emotion, right? Yeah. So you, there's a part of you that knows you're having a feeling, an anxious feeling, a depressed feeling, a happy feeling. Mm-hmm. Any feeling, really, to know that you have that and to investigate that with interest. Someone like me who feels everything. I mean, this piece of paper, I have, like, I get attached and emotional and have feelings for it because I don't know if that's just who I am or how I choose to live my life, or maybe it's a byproduct of of everything that I've been through now that I think about Mm -hmm. it. Maybe. Hmm. That just came to me. So I have feelings nonstop, nonstop. And you know you do. Yeah. There you go. But I don't, I don't stop and think about them. But knowing me and knowing how I go through my day and at the end of the day why I'm literally emotionally exhausted is because I have all these feelings and everything has feeling. And to me, that kind of makes life more fun if you have feelings. Mm-hmm. But we're supposed to investigate them. Only the bad feelings or all feelings? 
you can apply this rain to any feeling. Okay. Whether it's a good feeling okay. or a bad feeling. Yeah. I, we tend to want bad feelings to go away. Right. And we tend to want good feelings to come more often. Mm-hmm. So either, either one of those situations is, is kind of counter to what actually is happening in the present moment. So I think that what this is doing is bringing you back to the awareness so that that's the joy that has no opposite. You know, that's the peace that, that doesn't have an opposite. That's a sense of love that's unconditional. You know, so it's not really based on conditions. And the joy that has no opposite. Mm-hmm. Is that something you feel a lot? I do. Is that something we should all want to feel? <laughs> I know, I know, I'm not supposed to ask. I that. just think that's. When you return home, that's a feeling ah. that you'll get. So we're talking. So I have, you know, there, there's fun things to do, but fun things in the present moment and enjoy the fun, right? And 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 experience life to the fullest, mm-hmm. right? And, but it's kind of like a piece of chocolate cake. You're loving the chocolate cake until it's you eat too much and then you feel terrible, or you eat some chocolate cake and you want more chocolate cake. You know, what about just in the present moment, you're eating chocolate cake. When the cake is gone, the cake is gone. You know, it's just what is happening in the present moment, and uh, and and that that's the richness of what what we're talking about. Are we talking about emotions so we can learn to manage them? Because some people seem like they have a difficult time managing their emotions. Mm, yeah, yeah, managing emotions is tough. Mm. Well, what do you mean by managing them? I don't know if you are quick to anger, and you mm. need to learn to deal with your anger so you're not angry all the time that would be managing in motion and it would be helpful to apply the rain technique to that so mm-hmm. maybe you're aware of it and you calm down a little bit and you're more pleasant to be around you know managing emotions is one thing but returning to your core mm-hmm. and moving ahead from that is another right and so it is it is i guess you could Call it managing your emotions, but I'd like to say re reshifting or changing your perspective on those emotions. See, that is so outside the box thinking, don't you think? That- uh, that's the pro- the box is the problem, <laughs> Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking of people listening, and they're like, "Oh, I'm stressed and I'm depressed, and I want tools, and how can I feel better?" And and you're, I I hear it, and I think it's useful, but I just want to. Drill down a little bit more yeah, to make I, it, and also want you and me and everyone to practice. You know, okay. to continue to practice. So, so again, because these things aren't necessarily figured out intellectually, mm-hmm. you know, and they mm-hmm. are experienced, and that's why I think practice is so important. So, you spent some time practicing, mm-hmm. and you found yourself full of of, of uh, thoughts and emotions that were unpleasant for you. What happened after that? You mean that very time? That, yeah, that time. It was not pretty. Okay. So is that okay? Oh, yeah, it's okay. But it made me think, what? I Maybe I have to approach this in a different way. I mean, where did these thoughts come from? How do you know where your thoughts come from? And They come from your brain. Yeah. And that's what brains do. Lungs breathe. Brains think. Emotions. Emotions are in your body too. You feel them in your body. Mm-hmm. And I'm and again I'm asking you 
to apply awareness to these things and see what happens. And so even when you're thinking that you're, th- that you're thinking wrong, ah, I'm aware that now I'm judging my thoughts. I'm aware now that I'm upset because I'm not doing this correctly. You know, the, yeah. the, all of it, all of it to be held with awareness. And, 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 and maybe from that, if you can do that, that's such a compassionate thing to do. You know, so compassion emerges like organically if you're able to just hold things as they are it's a very a big act of compassion a big act of love as, for yourself but hold things as they are that's my interpretation of as they are right who I mean, you might look at what i'm feeling and but it sounds like they're bothering you <laughs> and so that we're still got some work to do yeah what work what should I do? Um, <laughs> uh, Me? <laughs> rain. Rain. Let's go back to the okay, basics. Yeah. Okay, let's go back to the basics. So when we do our mindfulness practice, right. remember you were started with mindfulness of the breath mm-hmm. and you, were, you could be aware of your breath, right? right. That's, yeah. that's, that's, an easier, that's an easier thing to do. You can be mindful of your body, mm-hmm. right? That you can feel your body. Becoming mindfulness, mindful of emotions is a little more challenging, but it's the same type of thing we're talking about. Just like your body, your, your lungs breathe, your body feels, your brain thinks, and emotions emerge, which are kind of both mind and body. So can you hold them in awareness? And can you hold every evaluation thought in awareness and every, everything you think in awareness? And just let it be in this field of awareness and see what happens. I really want to know what's going to happen. Exactly. So that means, should we start, should we do the meditation now? Are you ready? Any more points to make? I'm good. So let's do it. Okay. Okay. So get in your comfortable position and... um, we also want to just say, if you're driving, this is not a good idea to do the guided right. meditation while you're driving. Save it for later, though. Save it for later. And Lisa, we're just going to, right now, since we have this great opportunity to practice awareness, we're going to start with our breath. And feel the breath go over your nose wherever that might be. And feel the air go in your lungs. We're just using this technique to get our awareness our mindfulness kind of focused in your body your breath and let your breath just be happening and let's call it a field of awareness okay so we've got a field of awareness and you're breathing in it And we'll just do a quick body scan. 
of just feeling the bottoms of your feet and the tops of your feet, moving up your ankles, your lower leg, your knee and your upper leg and your hips, and your pelvis and lower abdomen. Stop there, take a big belly breath up your chest and scan your lower back middle back upper back palms of your hands back of your hands wrists lower arm elbow upper arm shoulders to your neck and feel your whole body below your neck so you're not just a head and then become aware of your head starting at the back of your head the top of your head forehead all the muscles in your face Start with, just pick a thought, like a th pick what you had for breakfast, and let your brain think that. And then use your awareness to be aware of that thought. again with another thought maybe think about something that someone you met today someone you saw let your brain do its thing a conversation then be aware of that thought and see if this awareness place feels like a very calm and peaceful and loving space If you'd like, just think of um, think of an emotion 
emotions are more complicated than thoughts. Let's see if you might bring up something, something not too difficult. Maybe a time when you felt embarrassed or angry. or forgetful, or judgmental. I'm going to think of my key problem. I'm just going to notice where that feels in my body. Maybe it feels, you feel something in your heart or in your gut or in your back. Usually we're trying to push these feelings or emotions away, but what if you just held it there and is an emotion and is part of your experience. And is there a way to just accept it as the present moment? Instead of pushing it away. that feels comfortable. So maybe look at look at it with investigate it with interest and care. So well what is that all about? What is what underlies this emotion? And what underlies that? And where does that feel in your body? Just lay out all the different components of your human experience. In awareness. And then just see if this kind of non-judgmental acceptance might stir up or let you find some compassion. So instead of 
pushing it away and trying to have things different. Maybe it's really compassionate to just allow what is to be. Maybe there might be some healing that comes from that. There may be a shift in perspective on that whole thread of feelings and emotions that allow you to return home to something that's actually true. this awareness place this part of you that's there isn't really diluted by all the stories and what people told you and your habits and all these things just see if exploring emotions and feelings with awareness will just shift your perspective back to this something deeper, truer, still, quiet place. may provide some healing and maybe as you go forward there may be a different perspective a different baseline that is informing how you move through the world your brain will think all these things distracting things stories I just bring your thoughts to awareness rest as awareness compassionate awareness peaceful awareness you may even feel some joy that these things don't have the same hold on you hmm. 
and smile if that feels authentic. So now we'll close by taking three deep breaths. And opening your eyes. And that is how you find peace and joy in the most unlikely places. Not my honest opinion. Mm-hmm. That's really hard for me. And okay. I'm going to do it over and over and over and over again. But I didn't, I wasn't smiling. What if you're not smiling? It's okay, too. I said if it felt authentic. Yeah. I think it's really useful. And I hope to do it and get to a place where I am smiling. Do you have a little bit of trust or faith that this might? Makes sense. Yes, absolutely. That's why I just said I'll do it over and over and over again. That's it makes that. sense. And part and part of it, I was thinking, oh, well, this is fun because it does let you separate from the pain. And I love to do laundry, so it reminded me of doing laundry because I'm like really particular about it, and I take it out early and I hang it up so it can de-wrinkle. And I thought I'm kind of like taking the stuff out of the dryer and hanging it up and letting it de-wrinkle. Oh, that's what it reminded right. me of. And I thought, well, that's fun. And then we got deeper into it. I thought, mm, mm, nope, not so much fun. Yeah. But that's okay. That's because okay. It is okay. Yeah, and I think so. There is some self-compassion yeah. that you have right for yourself. Yeah. And so, yeah, people don't just jump into this right away. Yeah. But But if there's a little bit of faith, a little bit of trust that there is another way and that that's where this exploring awareness is opening to that using mindfulness te- mindfulness techniques to see if there might be another way outside of that yeah. box you call it i look forward <laughs> to finding another way I, I i and i do trust and i think it will be glorious when i do and i am trusting and 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 hopeful and i'm thinking maybe people listening are feeling the same way i am it's not an inst- it's not a quick fix it's not a quick fix no lisa if it was a quick fix we'd all be fixed no it's 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 it's, it's we've unlearned a lot of our truth what do you mean just with the in the world you know we yeah, we we've we've, right. we've, we've been pulled away from that and then this is an opportunity to to, to return home. Mm-hmm. So when we wrap up this podcast and I get in my car and I start feeling all these emotions that are not necessarily pleasant ones. Please hold I- it with compassion okay. if you can. And if you can't, hold that with compassion. <laughs> okay. You see what I mean? Yeah, I do. And I appreciate but, it. But, but it won't be something that you think... It's going to be something that's already there that you are continuing to uncover Mm. and let it be what is leading you. Is it always a painful process? No, it's not always a painful process. But uh, for some of us, 
we have to cut through the chafe, hmm. right? And um, and um, part of the path can be rocky, but part of the path is wonderful, you mm-hmm. know. And there's so many wonderful right, things that yeah. happen too. So I've we keep all of that in balance, right. you know. We balance. can we can enjoy the great moments and. And these other things, once they're cleared, you know, things can, 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 the quality of life is different. You know, I don't want to make promises, but I would, would ask that, you know, it's not just me saying this. There's so many wonderful people who have done this practice and found within themselves this place of wisdom and joy and compassion. And you know them. You've had experiences Mm -hmm. with that as well. You know the the, the people out there, some who do are teachers, some who are not. Some just have this on their own and some don't. Mm-hmm. So when you ask why, it's like, well, if you think you need to do something like this, if you think there's another way or if you've got a sense that there's another way, this is something you can join us on this journey and we can keep working on it. And we'll have more podcasts and we'll bring in some guests at some point and we can talk about some books and other teachers and all kinds of things. But I really appreciate your sincerity and your commitment to this. I look forward to seeing what happens. And if you're listening and you want to email us, we have an email address. Yeah, exploringawareness at gmail.com. I would love to hear if you're having a easy time or maybe a difficult time like me or have a question, uh, we could talk Yeah, we about could answer it, it on yeah. air. Yeah. And we have a Patreon um, page as well, mm-hmm. Exploring Awareness at Patreon, where you could hear the podcasts or join the community of mm-hmm. patrons that are there. And we have a Facebook page. Yeah, Facebook page. We've Exploring got a, Awareness. A lot of likes on that one. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's all about com- connecting, I think. You know, I'm, I'm putting myself out there and, and learning in this process, and hopefully you are too, and maybe hearing me will make you not feel so alone, and maybe yeah, you know we're all going through something, and learning, and growing, and Dr. Frank Anderson just guaranteed us we're all going to... No, no. <laughs> you said so. No. Th- no. This, no. Yeah. Listen, to the dis- listen to the disclaimer at the end. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no. Well, thank you again for your wisdom and insight and perspective, and thank you for listening. Yeah, and you know, I just want to thank all the people that have taught me too. You know, mm. I, don't, I, I I want to be clear, right? That, right. That I have been taught by a lot of people, right. and there's always a tr- tradition of, of of giving gratitude to the people before you that have mm. gone through all these things as nice. well. And so, there's been a lot of people that have done that, and so it's, we're just passing it on. I feel like we're creating a healing community. How about mm-hmm. that? I like yes. that. Yeah, change the world. One meditation at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, thanks so much for listening. And we'll be back next week, hopefully, with more community healing information. We're on a roll, so more to come. This podcast is not an attempt to practice medicine or provide specific medical advice, nor does use of this information establish a physician-patient relationship. Listening to this podcast does not replace medical consultation with a qualified health or medical professional to meet the health and medical needs of you or others. If you are having problems, please see your primary care provider or your local mental health professional.